Today's podcast is brought to you by Werther's Originals, the real super PAC behind the Biden campaign. Over a hundred years of that classic caramel hard candy, enjoyed by everyone over the age of 75. Whether Biden or Bernie, or Crazy Donnie for that matter, it's going to be a win for us. Might as well rename it the Caramel House. There's going to be so many delicious Werther's Originals in that place. Mm. Did we bribe all the younger candidates to drop out and endorse Joe? Maybe. What? Would you really want Buttigieg skateboarding around the Oval Office with Twix and Mountain Dew? That's crazy talk, you silly kids. Uh, you and your rock music and your iPods. Werther's Originals. The greatest hard candy serving the greatest generation. Yeah. Anybody want to rag on me? Better take a shot while we got free speech. At this rate, the only future I see is everybody gets arrested by the thought police. So better say it now. Better say it proud. Better say it loud. Welcome to the Justin News Podcast. Today, I am joined with the entire Justin News Podcast crew, except for Jake the Snake Cranny, our fake sponsor spokesman. He is a, he's working overtime right now, coming up with more fake sponsors. It's not easy what he does, but uh, but the rest of the crew is here. Executive producer Corey Hill, writer, producer, researcher Kristen Freeze, and of course, last and always least, you can catch him on Instagram Live doing shows basically every night, 24-7, round the clock, except when he's recording this podcast. Sound engineer Mike Stocksdale, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Doing good. Um, All is well. Everything's great. <laughs> I know. I just—it's like I didn't read the room when I said that. I should have been like, you know what? Is—is is everybody still alive? First of all, that's what I should have done—a pulse yeah. check. <laughs> you know what? I've been watching my friends do like live streams of things, playing music and whatever. And everybody's very quick to talk about how dire the situation is. And honestly, I know that I don't want them to talk about it. I don't want you to talk about it. I want to hear something entertaining and funny right now. So you might be in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was just about to ask you guys, like if you had been affected by this in any way, whether it's like, you know, you're, you're in isolation right now, or if like, you know, a job issue or anything like that. But, uh, well, you just fucked up my opening monologue there, Mike. So I got nothing, man. Sorry about it. <laughs> my goal was to bring everybody down, and I can't do that anymore. But uh, we are playing, for the folks out there, we are playing a game called Tweets from Deadbeats, which this is our second episode of Tweets uh, from Deadbeats. Our first one was last week. Uh, you guys really impressed me. You brought, um, not only is it, it's, so it's a multiple choice game i i read some tweets from trump from trump people uh and and these guys just guess who it is basically but as part of the show last week you guys brought your own tweets and you did a really uh i think a pretty pretty amazing job because i think the theme of last week was haters and losers um which you know trump tends to tweet about a lot do you guys happen to have anything this week that you want to bring to the table, maybe let the audience know a, a tweet that really captured your attention from our, our dear leader. Uh, Kristen, do you want to go first? You got a good yes. one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I have one here from October 17th, 2012. And the reason that this stuck out to me, well, there's a couple of reasons. One, it stuck out to me right now because 
this time feels like so apocalyptic and weird. And this just kind of made me feel that way. So he says, Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He can do much better. (laughs) Um, And this is one of his dozens of obsession tweets about Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, which for those who do not know is a couple that came from a Twilight vampire movie series so no, come on think, we know. everybody knows yeah, i mean i, I don't know uh, some people aren't really aren't big fans and i can completely understand that but uh this was just this blew me away i read this and was taken into a is this real kind of situation no that i and i'm glad you clarified i honestly had i remember that for some reason i remember that but i had no i have no fucking clue who those people are you should rewatch the movies. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I got nothing else to do right now, so I may. Um, besides, besides doing these podcasts, that's this, that's basically it. So, Could you do an Instagram live of you watching those movies. Oh Jesus, that is that's must that's must see social media right there for <laughs> for nobody out out there. Uh, Corey, you got anything? I do. Uh, Mine is actually from this morning, so you don't have to go back that far. Uh, massive amounts of medical supplies, even hospitals and medical centers, are being delivered directly to states and hospitals by the federal government. Some have insatiable appetites and are never satisfied. Politics? Question mark. Remember, we are a backup for them. The complainers should have been stocked up and ready long before this crisis hit. There's more, but I just like the fact that he put uh, insatiable appetites in reference to... Uh, I'm sorry. I feel bad laughing at that, but you you made that funny somehow. Um, it's insane, dude. That's fucking insane. I mean, the I I read this morning. There's a political article article about uh, you guys probably heard about this maybe. Uh, Bob Kraft, Robert Kraft, the guy who who the owner of the Patriots who got a hand job recently from like an Asian massage parlor and then like somehow got off even though there was like human trafficking stuff going on there. He he actually did a very good thing. He got he took his private plane and brought back a bunch of supplies to Massachusetts from China, um, which was which is cool. Except a he's a Trump supporter. Like he gave millions of dollars to Trump and he's a friend of his. Whatever. But the the part of the the story that really caught my attention was a quote from the Massachusetts governor, who's a Republican, talking about how. Their state is fighting for resources, and they're constantly getting outbid by the federal government when it comes to those resources. This is a Republican governor, and it just, it just, like I, you know, that quote right there is just the idea that they have an insatiable appetite is just, it's so sad and so crazy and so fucking fucked up in so many levels that I, uh, anyway, I'm sorry for getting getting pissed off about that, but. Uh, that was a funny tweet, guys. Good, good job, Corey. Yeah. I feel like it's really uncalled for to be upset that the highest elected official in the land is not responding well to a global pandemic. I mean, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. Come I know. On, man. Come on. Give him. I know. Give him some more leeway. It's not like he's the fucking leader of the free world. I mean. Anyway, the first line of this caught me. I'll read the whole thing, but the first line's really what what grabbed me. 
He's a good writer, that Trump. He can grab you right away. So this is from uh, January 6, 2018. Actually, this is where it starts. It starts with the word actually. Actually, throughout my life, my two greatest assets have been mental stability and being, like, really smart. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put like Crooked Hillary Clinton also played these cards very hard and, as everybody knows, went down in flames. I went from, all caps, very successful businessman to top TV star, president of the United States, on my first try. I think that would qualify as not smart, but genius. And a very stable genius at that. Oh, that's... Is, is, is that where it all came from, the stable genius? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he might be the first person in history that felt it necessary to add that modifier. when he said successful businessman to tv star it just immediately made me think of joe exotic for anyone who's seen tiger king <laughs> oh man how the many parallels there. i feel like we've gotten a lot of good pop culture references in so far in a very short time frame most Kristen, i think yeah. yeah, sorry. No, 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 that's good. See? That's 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 the Gen Z energy we need in this room. There's also a video of uh, Joe Exotic being rather racist, so they also share that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Can't, hold on. I mean, everything, just being obsessed with themselves, thinking they're, like, the greatest and smartest man ever. Very similar. Yeah. Can you guys hear my dog chugging water in the background? Yeah. Yeah. After wearing what? She's she's they drug test you in Mississippi. She's getting she's getting tested soon. So. Um Mina, Mina, can you this is where we edit. Hey, Mina, can we uh I'm leaving <laughs> Um this would be a good time to drink your beers, guys. Um That's so <laughs> Yeah, she's well, you should just loop that for me. <laughs> at some point people just get used to it you know it's they, they, get, they grow numb to it um, we could probably find the trump tweet of him and so <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know that motherfucker is bad with animals <laughs> oh he's he's the only president in history to not have a dog in the white house like yeah. that right there is as much as you need to know about about the movie. yeah it's yeah, like with um you know, like Terminator, where they have the scene where like they have to hold out their hand, and the dogs sniff it. Like, that's why Trump can't be around dogs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing about this is Corey's also a pretty good pop culture guy, and I feel like Stocksdale, you are too. I feel like you guys are all. This is good. Well, I, this is I didn't good. know you were one of those. I don't watch TV people because normally <laughs> they're like someone who's run a marathon. Like it's yeah. fucking impossible to get through a conversation without them being like, hey. hey. No. I don't watch TV. No. All right. I have, I have no, I stopped in like, the last like real show I watched, I'm not kidding. It was, uh, it was Jerry Springer. And I, um, it was, there was like. That was the real show you watched? Yeah. No, I mean, seriously, like I, I used to watch Jerry Springer. I'd come home and I remember I was telling, um, I was telling like my, uh, my fiance's parents about this the other night. I was like. I it was I think it was um I was like nine years old 
and I saw this woman walk out on stage with two glasses of breast milk and drink her own breast milk. And, uh, and I saw that and, and I was just like, I may be nine years old, but I'm better than this person. And, and, and I think, you know, that was my epiphany of like, okay, maybe I should stop watching this right now. And that, but of course there's really great TV shows, but I just stopped at like completely like that, like scarred me when I saw that woman drinking breast, her own breast milk, I was done. You should, that, that feeling that you got, uh, of, you know, superiority, but you can get that in person at the Nice High School reunion. It's, <laughs> the, it's like, that's like the undistilled essence of it. <laughs> have, have someone tell you their story to your face. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> By the way, well, for you guys, you guys, probably, Corey and I went to the same high school. Um, and uh, Corey now lives in Florida, so he's not too far from, he's like, I don't know, a couple hours away. But uh, you've my my high school class canceled their high school reunion like their first time. What? Yeah, like we didn't even have it. It first it got downgraded to a pizza shop to Al's Pizza. Was it Al's? Yeah, but then but then they didn't even have it at all because they couldn't have enough people to make it to Al's Pizza. It was. Like, <laughs> it was like it was like Bayside High. Like they couldn't fill up the max, you know. <laughs> Oh man, you you really got cheated. I gotta be honest. That was one of the fucking weirdest experiences of my life. <laughs> Kristen's just sitting there going like, "What, guys? What? Like, high school reunion? How old are you guys?" <laughs> older. We're my when is your When is your first one? Is it ten years or five? Ten. Uh, okay. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> reunion and be like look at what i did i'm better than all of you yes exactly but even not even if even if you don't have like i uh, you know i i don't know what your goals are famous dad comedian uh wrote, wrote, you know, wrote a novel whatever even if you didn't have that like you will just hear like i watched the light in someone's eyes just like from 10 years of having their dreams crushed just like told to my face and you're just like oh my god like it is some crazy shit when people that you like didn't even have enough energy to like reach out to on Facebook like tell you that they really wish their life had turned out differently. You're like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I can only imagine. I'm actually with you, Kristen. I've never been to a high school high school reunion because my class sucks. Like there, like, and I guess maybe some would say that's a good thing, but. I think it is like an experience everyone should have. Corey clearly like. Well, you have, yeah. I was just gonna say you. you have, I feel you like have you have your twenty. Your has to be like two or three years away. You just get on that, Justin. You can be the change you want to see in the world. You know what? <laughs> it'll be. It'll be. That'll be a show. Oh man, maybe I should do a podcast where I just interview. <laughs> hey, hey, you. Go ahead, listen. To that. <laughs> How far off the mark would you say you are on your life goals? <laughs> <laughs> you can play a game with them. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Insanely mean. <laughs> on a scale, you were gonna give it a percent. <laughs> on a scale of one to death, how far are you? 
for hitting your goals. Like, how sad are you about this global pandemic in light of the fact that you're like basically beating most anyone? This is good. This is good stuff right here. I don't even know if we're gonna get to this game, but this is good. Today's podcast is brought to you by Brovid19. Brovid19 is a new virus specifically designed to only affect dumb frat guys crowding the beaches. Don't worry about your party time being affected, bruh, because Brovid19 is conveniently designed in liquid form, so you can take it right down that beer bong or ice luge. Brovid19 specifically knocks idiots out with cold-like symptoms for a few weeks while actual viruses are finally able to die down. Brovid19, a quarantine mandate for morons. Oh yeah, Donald Trump, fuck that guy. Well, it's easy to believe that we all been deceived by a narcissistic cryptic with tricks up his sleeve like we never had sex but got an STD. But Trump is a symptom, he ain't the disease. For that bug, you better call the GOP. Those motherfuckers are headed for so the So this is a game we call Tweets from Deadbeats. And uh, let me just make sure I have... There we go. Okay. All right. I got the new questions. I had old questions up. I got new questions now. You guys ready? Yes. I've been waiting all week for this. All right. And uh, to remind folks out there, this is a game. We It's a multiple choice game where we explore the Twitter posts of President Donald Trump and some of his most diehard uh, MAGA supporters. So uh, without further ado, question number one. On March 31st, Donald Trump took the time out of his day to attack a certain talk show host who had Nancy Pelosi on. Quote, I watched a portion of low-rated, I'm not going to name the name of this person, in order to see what Nancy Pelosi had to say and what moves she was planning to further hurt our country. Actually, other than her usual complaining that I'm a terrible person, she wasn't bad. Still praying, exclamation point. Was that A, CNN's Don Lemon, B, MSNBC's Joe Scarborough, C, CNN host, brother of New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo, and recent coronavirus victim Chris Cuomo, or D, was it NBC's Sleepy Chuck Todd? Let's start with Kristen. I'm going to go with C, Cuomo. Corey? Um, let's go with Chuck Todd. Stocksdale. I'll also go Chuck Todd. Man, good guesses. Although it's MSNBC's Joe Scarborough, or as Donald Trump refers to him as low-rated, very morning psycho, Joe, this morning. I don't know how in the world that makes any fucking sense whatsoever, but it's Joe Scarborough from Morning Psycho, apparently. Um, this is, by the way, like I said, he tweeted that on March 30. He tweeted that like two days ago. So just to give people context as to what he's tweeting about during like probably the, the worst pandemic certainly of our time and, and may ever, maybe ever. Uh, all right, number two. On March 30th, National Doctors' Day, Donald Trump showed how tone-deaf he was by tweeting out a picture of him doing what to a male doctor? A, 
Touching his balls. No. Um, <laughs> A, touching his shoulder. B, shaking his hand. C, slapping his ass. Or D, all of the above. Let's start with Stocksdale. Gotta be shaking the hand. Corey. Did you say the gender of the doctor prior to the question? I did, yeah. It was a male doctor because I didn't want... Because if it was a female doctor, that could go... We all know that could go bad, so... Yeah. If it was like a special Doogie Hauser type teen beauty pageant doctor, then I would definitely know my answer. But I'm going to go shaking hand. And Kristen? I'm also going to go with shaking hand. Oh, man. You guys are still tied up. The answer was touching his shoulder. Touching his shoulder. Nonetheless, it was tone deaf because he was touching him. (laughs) I feel like... Yeah, you can't be feet away and touching. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's got to be a little PR over there, but... um, All right. Number three. As you guys may... We suck. <laughs> no, no, this means you're, you're probably doing something more productive than reading Trump's Twitter feed. So, um, number three, as you guys may have heard, Trump welcomed the My Pillow guy to speak about making masks at the Rose Garden, which the My Pillow guy used to praise Trump and hold a mini sermon. Which Trump supporter then decided to interview him on his show? Was it A, Mike Huckabee and his ass corn? B, Rush Limbaugh and his medal of, uh, in his presidential medal of freedom. C, Franklin Graham and his God, or D, chair of Trump students and certified frat paddle Charlie Kirk. Let's start with Corey. Hmm. Let's go with Charlie Kirk. Why not? Uh, Kristen. Can you do the options again? Sure. <laughs> Save the options again. Uh, Mike Huckabee uh, and his ass corn. Um, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh and his Presidential Medal of Freedom. Franklin Graham and God. Or D, Chair of Trump Students and Certified Frat Paddle Charlie Kirk. Oh, man. I'm going to go with B, Limbaugh. Limbaugh. And Stocksdale. Did we hear from Charlie you? Charlie Kirk. Oh, man. You guys... You guys are really, you guys really have lives going on. Uh, the answer is Mike Huckabee in his ass corn. There you go. So for wow. those for those out there, Huckabee hosts a show that's called I think Huckabee or something like that, and I don't know who watches it or what, but I saw it on his, scrolling his Twitter feed before this, and I, I expected I actually expected the interview with the My Pillow guy to be about like Trump and like. And like the whole, you know, God and all that kind of stuff. It was actually just about his how he like created the my pillow, which I'm not gonna lie, I got kind of pulled into because it was like, ah, oh, this is sort of interesting. Like it was, but it was absolutely nothing about like anything that I mean. I'm sure the clip. I'm sure there was more to it, but the clip was just about like how he made his pillow. Um, well, they don't really actually have the like that show on the Discovery Channel anymore because it's all like Ice Road Truckers. So you gotta scratch that itch where you can get it. <laughs> it was between it was between that and uh, what's what's that Duck Hunter show? What's the one? Yeah. <laughs> Very clearly, you are not a pop culture person. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible at it. You. I used to write for for this CBS website that did like all pop culture shit. And I was 
so lost. Every single, every single day, it was like taking a biology exam because I was just, I'm like sitting there trying to figure out like, who the fuck is this person? Like it was, it was me. Like who is, which one's Kylie versus the other Jenner? Like I couldn't figure out anything. It was terrible. Um, but you guys are zero for three collectively, so we got a, we got a lot on the line. That's what that means. Um, I feel like somebody's gonna get this one. Um, here we go. Number four. This is again for the folks watching. If you're just tuning in, because that's what you do with a podcast, you tune in like it's a live radio show, just somewhere in the middle. Um, <laughs> uh, we're playing a game called Tweets from Deadbeats. It's a multiple choice game where we explore the Twitter post of Donald Trump and his most diehard MAGA supporters. We're on our fourth question. The team here is uh, 0 for 3, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, we got, oh yeah, we are 0 through for 3. Sorry, I'll shut up. Uh-huh. And actually, hold on. One of the dogs, this is a real setup here. Hold on one second. I got a taser one of the dogs. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I, I know that 12 and a half year old dog hearts, the one thing that they are really good for is shocks. Yeah, I've got, we have, um, we actually got in trouble because we had an extra, they found like our third dog, but we've got, we've got two dogs and two cats and we had a third that's just with, uh, it's with Allie's parents right now, but eventually if this thing settles, it settles down, we've, we'll have five animals in tow, so, all right. You, you maxed out your allotted pet allowance for your apartment building? Yeah, we're still hiding two of them. So. <laughs> we got two cats. All right, number four here. This senator, this senator said, quote, on, this is a tweet. This senator tweeted, quote, seeing many reports that bankers' concerns with regulations announced on hashtag paycheck protection program. All the issues raised regarding certification requirements, et cetera, are being addressed right now by U.S. Treasury will be very simple. Updated procedures should be available very soon. Uh, This tweet, to give you guys context, was tweeted out like today uh, in regards to like the stimulus stuff. Um, Which GOP senator has the bank's back on this one? Is it A, Ted Cruz, B, Mitch McConnell, C, Marco Rubio, or D, Richard, don't get me mixed up with Martha Stewart for insider trading, trading Burr? I'm going to start with Corey. Uh, let's go with Burr. Uh, Stocksdale. I told myself that I would answer exactly what Corey said anytime he went before me, but I'm going to go with McConnell this time to try and just, you know, separate the herd. Excellent. Uh, and Kristen. Uh,. I'm going to go with Ted Cruz. Oh, man. All good guesses. All incorrect guesses. (laughs) (laughs) It was Marco Rubio. It was Marco fucking Rubio. It's a good thing Trump, uh, you know, loves all the haters and the losers anyway. (laughs) You guys. Dude, I... Okay, let me ask you guys a separate question. Out of those, and I don't know how well you guys may know all of these. I know, Corey, you're pretty well-versed in these folks. Which 
which senator do you hate the most of all those of all four of those people? Uh, McConnell. Yes, I gotta. It's gotta be McConnell. He's like the the ringleader. I read a, like a very long article about the you know the two thousand eight relief bill versus this one and and just the you know McConnell led response and these people are just ghouls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean. McConnell definitely, yeah, I can't stand him, but I think Ted Cruz really just is so obnoxious. Yeah, no one's gonna argue with that. No, and and <laughs> and like I've I actually have heard from people who have met him that he always smells like salmon. <laughs> I would have gone with like yeah. water. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's a story actually that came out. I think when he was when he was running for president, like back in 2015, that he was like his old roommate from Princeton was like, yeah, Ted Cruz was like always skeezing on women and like he just he had no game. Like he was so he's so easy to figure out. Like he was that guy who like thought he had moves, but he didn't, and like yeah, and and smelled like salmon. Like, right, and ended up just being a total creep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, but like he didn't. He still thought he was great, so he ran for Congress. You right, know? And, right, right. Yeah. yeah you you're, not hear, you're not gonna hear a story about McConnell like that. McConnell doesn't seem like he has enough humanity in him to be like interested in. No, no, getting I, on girl. <laughs> I think I think McConnell knows his. But McConnell is just like I'm. I look like a turtle and I sound like a turtle and like I get shit done like a turtle. Like he's, he's, he's just, he's the ultimate cock block and he's very proud of it. But, um, all right. So this last one here, number five, this is for all the marbles because nobody's gotten anyone right yet. So we are, we are on to, um, this is a this is actually going to be a positive note. We're going to finish this off on a positive note uh, because we are talking about the one and only, uh, the the chosen one, the uh, the golden child. Uh, I'm talking about. He's not actually a child. He is a son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who is in charge of basically everything. Uh, and today, you guys may have seen this or heard about this. Um, the American public actually got to learn that not only does Jared Kushner exist, but get this, he also talks. Uh, he gave a rambling speech that sounded like the most boring corporate boardroom meeting you've ever heard in your life. And uh, much to my happiness, one very funny person on Twitter put it this way. Quote, watching Jared Kushner is like watching Doogie Hauser, but if like Doogie Hauser was just a regular teenager and not a child prodigy, but he still performs surgeries. Uh, so was that A, Patton Oswalt, B, Rex Chapman, C, Aaron Ryan, or D, Michelle Wolf? Let's start with Stocksdale. Patton Oswalt. Let's start, let's go second with Corey. You know, I actually saw that tweet and ah. go, 
I don't remember who it was. Oh, okay. Um, let's just go with Michelle Wolf. Kristen. Oswald. God damn, you guys are terrible. Um, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, it, it was Rex Chapman, actually. Former NBA player Rex Chapman, who is, uh, he's pretty funny dude on Twitter. Um, <laughs> well, I think if you're going to be terrible at a game, this is this is a good game to be terrible at. Um, now, you were really talking about Rex Chapman, the NBA player? Yeah, he's a oh, dude. Check him out on Twitter; he's great. God, maybe I need to follow him. I thought you like maybe there's a Rex Chapman comedian that I just wasn't hip enough to know, so I, I was going to pretend that I knew who you were talking about. No, uh, I, actually, I can't believe that it's the Rex Chapman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's he's. He's very funny. I, I I suggest everybody follow all four of those people. They're they're very in my opinion, they're all very funny people. But uh yeah, Rex Chapman, like he's he's uh he kind of he has some stuff that's just kinda of light and funny and whatever, but then he's got some you know. Like I, I figured not gonna lie, Corey, I thought you had a shot, especially on the Rubio one, because you're now a Florida man. But also the the last one because you made a Doogie Hauser reference earlier in the show and we came back to it and I just felt like you had there was something in the water like you had your finger on the pulse of any, anything and everything Doogie Hauser. No, I feel like I spoke too soon maligning uh, the knowledge level and uh, just general life goal achieving of everyone earlier and now look at me. <laughs> Look at you now. Oh, man. It's a quick come up. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, um, what can I say? I mean, I hope somebody, I hope, I hope people play along and just, just beat the shit out of all of us on this game because, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I crammed for this exam. I was, I was, I was pressing, I, I pushed this whole recording back. 15, 20 minutes, and then I was running late. But uh, you know what? We got it done. We got it done. And uh, I appreciate you guys always for uh, for doing everything on the podcast. Uh, I listened, you know, I listened back to uh, I listened back to all of them, but I was listening back to this one of the last ones, and I have to say, it's really uh, this shit's coming together, guys. Doing a very nice job, and uh, we got some more stuff. If you're listening, uh, still with us at this point. Um, We've got a new podcast coming out from Corey. Um, he's doing some interviews, and uh, we'll. Um, Corey, do you want to tell him a little bit about like who your first guest is coming out maybe next week? Yeah, my first guest was uh, Dan Garza, who's an illustrator and a producer and an actor. Uh, he, the thing that interested me that he's most well known for is he's a puppeteer, uh, and he um, does some of the puppet work for the Showtime show Kidding, which is a Justin doesn't watch TV, but everybody else uh, <laughs> check it out. I saw it's, and, got, uh, it's yeah. got Jim Carrey on it, though, so I'm into it now. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, what do you do before you go to bed? <laughs> oh, you don't want to know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me to be honest? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I, I, need, I need to. I'll get into it. I, if somebody tells me to go watch something, I will at least go watch like a YouTube highlight. 
like a a trailer. I'm always up for. I'm a, I'm decent at watching trailers, so I'll go. Ch- I'll check it out. Kidding. My next, my next show is just gonna be me talking to you about why you don't watch television. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be between that and the high school reunion show. I think this this podcast is going places. You know. <laughs> I have a ton of material about high school games that I haven't gotten to you, so we can definitely think about that. It'll be you, you educating me about pop culture, and then the next one will be you scaring the shit out of Kristen on high school reunions. Well, you know, like the kids have to do all the different kinds of essay writing, and one of them is persuasive. This could be a show of just like me trying to convince you to watch television and go to your high school reunion. Oh man, see, this is how the magic happens, folks. This is this is this is how the sausage is made. This is how the great ideas come about right here. <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then I know Sunday you've also got another interview coming up. Uh, real quick, who who's who's that? That's Anna Escalani. She's a uh, rep for the Florida House. She's really great. Uh, among other things, she's been on uh, our shit heel dumb shit governor's ass about his bungled coronavirus response so primarily going to be talking about COVID-19 and Florida's uh you know horse out of the barn approach to dealing with it Mike real quick uh you are you're all over the Instagram live what do you tell folks what what where they can catch you like these days in the pandemic where can they catch you online and uh you know maybe not worry about like the whole everything that's going on and just have fun yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but uh, yeah, follow me on on Instagram. You'll keep up with me. Go follow me on Spotify. That helps. I hear now Spotify's paying like point zero 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 six cents a stream, so that would really help me out. <laughs> and uh, uh, get me through this crisis. So I appreciate that. Uh, and and uh, I will say, you're. I watched an hour and a half of you last night, and. Uh, I, <laughs> I had a, I had a really, I actually had a really fun time watching you guys. You, you guys were fun, and, and I'm glad to hear that. I uh, think maybe, I think I'd really like to just start going live on Instagram and just bringing people in and talking to them. So maybe next time I can have you on my show. I would love that. That would be, yeah. Let's get some. Well, well, Corey's starting a show here. Maybe you know, we'll just, we'll just cross promote the, like, we'll just do that. We'll do it live. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Kristen, you want to start a show? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm in. Done. That's how the sausage is made, I everybody. Really nothing, I have really nothing else going on, so. <laughs> um, I feel like a bare minimum you can see the end of the idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kristen, you uh, folks can check you out at, is it at Kristen underscore freeze? Is that right? Am I wrong on Twitter? No, it's just Kristen Freeze. No underscore. Okay, I follow you. I just I I couldn't rattle off your Twitter handle, but you're very no, funny. No, no, that's that's totally you're, fine. You're you're all you're you do very well on the Twitter. So, um, thanks. Yeah, awesome having you guys on. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll do this hopefully again next week. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you.